Howdy, folks. My name is Marble, and my pronouns are she, her. Hi, my name is Ray, and my pronouns are he, him. Hi, my name is Jupiter, and my pronouns are she, they. And it's time to log in. It's time. Just kidding. There's a queue in front of you. You're going to have to wait about five minutes to log in. There's so many people in the world right now. Yeah. Too many people are listening to Deck of Friendship. What a problem. Wow. <laughs> For you, maybe. For us, we're eating it up. <laughs> yeah. This is doing wonders for my self-esteem. And my skin. And Ray's skin, apparently. Yeah. R- rubbing the numbers all over Ray's skin. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> Welcome to the Log Horizontal. Welcome to the Log Horizontal. Log Horizontal. Episode 28. Just kidding. It's it's four. Isn't log horizontal a type of pasta? No, it's French <laughs> for log horizon. Oh my lord. I, I'm you know, eating some eating some nice no- log horizontal with uh with you know a pesto sauce. It's it's really nice. Hey. Are you talking about Mario's brother Linguini? I made a video game and I want you both to uh try it out. Okay. Ooh, okay. I made a video game. It's so it's just it's just like earth and real life but like everything is like half the size oh so wow. i can't fit in my house right right that sucks i want to play this game yeah right <laughs> now listen there's no objectives there's no quests there's no pkers there's no there's no epic plot lines it's just the earth but a little bit smaller <laughs> so you made microsoft flight simulator <laughs> yes i made it real you made wow. microsoft flight and also, you can get trapped in the game where if you die in the game, you wake up in church. I don't want to wake up in church, though. But also, it's permadeath, so when you die, you're just stuck in church forever. You're just a limp <laughs> dead body in church. You just hang out in church. I, am I dead, or is it like I'm stuck in church as a ghost? You know, a lot of games have permadeath features, uh, roguelites especially, you know, it's very they're very famous for that. Uh, this game has permachurch. Permachurch, yeah, we got, we got permachurch in this game. I don't know, that's so controversial yet so brave. You can check out any time you like, but you can never leave, Raymond, uh-oh. But you can never leave the pews. You can't. You can't, you straight up can't. Every morning uh, while I'm in the church, since I'm just a church ghost now, I light all the candles. Oh, that's nice of you. Yeah. Sort of like t- took up some responsibility at, at, at the snurch. Yeah, the spirit church, the snurch. I, right. I see. Oh, that makes sense. This is why I haven't. You know, uh, y- y'all have been going to the spirit church. I've been, I, I, I misheard you, and I went to the snake church. Oh no! Aww. Oh, I mean, I went to snail church. <laughs> I hate both of those. Why? Why? What do you have against the snail church congregation? It's not the snails. It's the snails. You know. Okay. Okay. No, I don't. <laughs> I I do not understand you even a little bit. Let's Escar go away from here and start the episode proper. That'd be fun. So the Half Gaia Project is my game that I made. <laughs> it's a half scale model of Earth, which Elder Tail resides in. This is the cold open. I know that's confusing for my uh for my for the description that I gave of the game earlier, but you see, everything is it's like everything is half size. It's just Earth but half size, but also all of the computers come pre installed with a game of Elder Tail. Nice. And Elder Scrolls. Uh but you can only play one. Is that is that like 
Is that like ha- is that like half of a half of a Fall Gaia? It is yeah, actually. It is. That's that's the other game that are that's installed on every computer is Fall Guys, and you can't uninstall it. If you do, it's like deleting System Thirty Two. The computers don't work anymore. Uh oh. I'm I'm so excited for you know the uh, the Fall Guys team have been really you know working high, hard on Fall Guys, but they're but they're working on their new game Fall Gaia, where you're just a planet and you fall. <laughs> it's also it's also half the size of the Half Gaia project. Yeah. Uh huh. It's okay. half the size of the Half Gaia project, so it's 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 one quarter of the Earth, like one quarter. It's the Earth, but one quarter of the size. Eventually, we're just gonna get to the point where it's base baseball Gaia because the because the Earth will be baseball sized. <laughs> <laughs> Funny you should mention that because I did think about including that in my game, and in the next patch you'll notice that. I guess I'll never know. It's a mystery. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure that she was going to say that in the next patch. Not to give recaps that Brigania was ruling Suskino. That is what I was going to say. Thanks. Cool. Awesome. I, <laughs> I I did look through the patch notes. You know, every every patch, uh, the world just gets a little bit smaller. I do like that. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's 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 the world's hardest battle royale. Oh, and no. largest. Yeah, it's yeah. The battle royale starts out, and you're all in different points of real life Earth, and you have to find each other. And then every week, it just gets a little smaller. <laughs> At some point, I'll there won't be enough people, and I'll just live in a house and be happy. It's the it's the longest running battle royale ever. Every game takes thirty two calendar years. What if we're living in a battle royale right now? I, I would like to point out um, that. The, the the immutable truth that Brigandia is a silly funny name for a guild. <laughs> yeah, yes. it is. It is. It's a it's a silly funny name for a guild. Are we talking about the episode now? We could. I'm just gonna make fun of Brigandia because that's silly and funny. I'm trying to think if that's the Japanese name for Br- it. Brigand. Brigand. Get it? Do you get it? They're bad people. We're brigands, and so we so what we're gonna call our zone, what we're gonna call our place, our our fresh hangout spot is Brigandia. Um, that's our guild. Hey, what's our guild? Our our guild is deck of friendship. <laughs> like wow. That's it. <laughs> That's great! Wow, how did you come up with that? It, it came to me in a uh, vision. Cool. I closed my eyes and I thought about Shulk from Xenoblade, <laughs> and then I had a vision, and it just said "Deck of Friendship." We saw a bunch of like animes that people have asked us to watch uh, floating in the sky imposingly, and we're like, we each have to watch about ten. <laughs> 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 now, now I have a, a question. For you, Ray. <laughs> Hold on, I'm still reveling in the amount of levels that joke had. Uh, now, are you sure? Are you sure that our guild name isn't Deca Friendshipia? Ew, no. <laughs> Dekia. Okay, Dekia of friendship is so dumb. I might fall for it. <laughs> Dekia of a uh, friendshipia. Friendshipia. I I did it. I did it. Congrat. The, oh, the award falls from the ceiling. What What about heck heck of friendos? What about Cool Guild? <laughs> what about Team Donut? Team. What about <laughs> Team Donut? No, this is a this is a good one. What about Team Donut? What about Team Donut? What if we call it Team Donut? I feel personally attacked by my co-host <laughs> right now. <laughs> we could call our guild Team Donut. And I think that would be very no, good. No, no, no. Team Donutia. Team Donutia. <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> that joke is for us. It is. Yeah. Uh, okay. So in this episode, Log Horizon, episode four. 
Opening song, database. Database, database. Database, database. This episode is titled Escape, but it, what it should be called is Fight. <laughs> oh, shoot. You know what I just realized? What? I just realized that they used some of my music without permission for the ending theme. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, my God. On the wiki, it says, ending song, your song. <laughs> You know, um, I'm pretty sure they sent you some money for that. Did you not get it in the mail? One, how do you know? And two, apparently not. I have to make a phone call. Log Horizon, I'm expecting that I'm expecting that direct deposit. I'm I have to make a call right away. <laughs> now I now I, it does say any song not- your song. There is an asterisk, and I'm just looking around this article trying to find out what that's what, <laughs> what the reference is. Yeah, I don't see an asterisk anywhere. What's going on? What's going on, Log Horizon Wiki? Yeah, what are you trying to hide? I, I, like, I, I feel, I feel, I feel pretty bad about this considering they also just stole my idea for Half Gaia Project and just put it inside an anime. Wow. 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 I can't believe that Log Horizon, the creators of Log Horizon, the minds behind <laughs> Log Horizon was actually Joy's mind. That's right. My brain and my mind and my brain and my brain. No wonder it's my favorite anime. Thank you. Oh, I know. <laughs> so did you know that um, uh, Burgundia had a bad reputation even before the catastrophe? Ah! The catastrophe yeah. is like when they all got trapped in the game, or if you die in the game, you wake up in church, right? Yeah, they call it the apocalypse. Yeah. Just like Final Fantasy XIV. Wow. Wow. Okay. So the cold open, we we joked. The the cold. Oh my god! You you called it the half guy. Pro- you called it half guy because that's what they call it in the anime. It was a good bit, and I didn't catch on. <laughs> <laughs> half of my jokes thus far have been from this wiki page. Yeah, and I love it very much. <laughs> okay, so the episode opens cold open, uh, and they explain that in fact. Yes, indeed. The world of Elder Tale is the in- is entirely the Earth, half scale. Uh, that's that's wild. That is fully wild. I just I can't even comprehend. <laughs> Imagine playing a game. Imagine playing a game. It's a full scale MMO, and it, it it takes place in like your home country, and also every country is in it. And if you want to go visit your friend that lives in like it like 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 20 hours away from you, you can still go visit them, but it's going to take 10 hours. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oops. Oh my goodness. Is it procedurally generated, do you think? You'd you'd have to do something like that for a map this big. I mean, for sure. I mean, you know, the way like maps like this are designed in 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 games is like, oh, this this area is a forest. Let's just tell the engine to make a forest. Uh, I, unless they individually mapped out where every single tree in real life went, which like, maybe, maybe they are apparently powerful enough to suck people into their video game. Maybe. They individually planted every single virtual seed and grew into this forest. That's kind of sick. You're telling me that the developers (laughs) built this world like Minecraft? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Wait, I'm sorry. That's not what happens in Minecraft. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, kind of. 
You can plant a seed and something grows from it. Right, but most of the trees, most of them are procedurally... You didn't know Miku went in right before you generate the world and plants every single seed by herself every time? And then advances the world, advances time by like a month. Yeah. Yeah. Just for you, so you can have a good Minecraft. Thank you, Miku. You know, the loading screen where it's just like, you know, building out the world, putting all the things here. Miko's Miko's in the background doing all that stuff by hand. I'm so proud of you, Miku. You're so powerful. Thanks, Miku. Thanks, Miku. And also, like, you've seen those Minecraft maps that people do where they recreate their entire city or whatever. They started on a blank Minecraft map, and then they built all of Log Horizon. You know, that's the most complicated way to dox yourself. Anyway, let's continue. <laughs> so I heard a rumor. This is this is a tangent. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. No, it's fine. I heard a rumor that, and this may or may not be true because I have no idea, and I, I tried so hard to find it because I thought it would have been hilarious to see after the fact, but I couldn't. Basically, this year, because of extenuating circumstances that we are all aware of at this point, hopefully. Um, ASIN was canceled uh, because it's a huge gathering and everybody would have gotten horribly, horribly sick. Um, It was canceled and I heard, and this, like I said, may or may not be true, but I heard that they tried to do like a backup event where they recreated the convention center in Minecraft. Specifically, specifically the hotel that's connected to the uh, convention center because that's where all the panels happen. And I'm not positive if that actually, like, is a thing that happened. And I've been trying to find, like, any evidence that it's true because I just wanted to, like, take the map. I wanted to log into the server and just, like, look around this empty version of the Hyatt that somebody just made on a whim. Mm Mm-hmm. That sounds fun, actually. I don't know if it's a real thing or not, but it it, it got me thinking that, like, when are we going to get a VR chat anime convention? <laughs> oh, my God, um, right? Sooner than you think, probably. I want one so bad. I want to go to an anime convention so bad that I would literally go to a VR chat anime convention. I don't care. Oh. The cosplay would be so much easier. I know. Yeah, no. I would just I would and you could you could bring 16 different cosplays. Yeah. 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 I mean, somebody probably is already working on it, right? And if they're not, what are you doing? This idea is free. Go make Marble happy. Go now. Do this idea. I once saw somebody at Asin who dressed up as Kirby. Like, they had a full-on, like, spherical bodysuit. And, like, I assumed it was, like, a young kid or something like that. Uh Uh-huh. But sure enough... You know, they had to stand up to fix their posture and, like, take a break and stuff. And it turns out that, like, in order to make the costume look like Kirby, they had to crouch and hunch over and, like, curl up in a ball. No! That sounds so extra. Yeah, like, cosplayers cosplayers do not mess around at all. But he stood up, and then I got to... I was blessed with the image of Kirby... With regular Kirby body, regular Kirby shoes, but just two human legs going from the body to the shoes. And I will never forget that. That is so much. For as long as I live. Oh my god, that's amazing. It's very reminiscent of uh, the favorite cosplay I've ever seen, which I I was in the same building as, but didn't actually see until after the convention was over, of Ghastly from Pokemon with human legs and tights. 
fishnet tights. Oh my god. I hate oh my god. Ooh, 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 I got one. I saw uh somebody cosplay No Face from Spirited Away with the fishnet tight. They would like oh. stick their <gasps> leg out of the cloak. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So it was just like it was just like this dark cloak and then they would just stick their leg out and it was a fishnet fishnet tight underneath and then somebody did the same thing with naps to bluke when i can uh you know when when conventions happen again uh i am going to uh really you know i'm going to commit i'm going to do my first cosplay and i'm going to cosplay as samus uh but exclusively in her morph ball In fetal position, rolling around the convention center. (laughs) Oh, the bones! Where do the bones go? (laughs) Where do the bones go? You're, you're, you know, you're, you're, you've got your table at Artist Alley, and you just see this ball rolling up, and a hand pops out with money. Oh. oh my god. That here's the thing, as somebody who's worked artist alley convention tables before, that is the preferred way to do business at a convention. <laughs> <laughs> Roll up in a ball, stick your hand out with money, move on. I was I was I was a very loud saleswoman at the last con I went to. I just I just like I never thought that like the idea of I, I don't know if you would call it retail, because you're not like in a store, but like selling stuff. The idea of selling stuff has always been awful because of my retail positions that I've held in the past. But it turns out when you're selling your own art, it's really exciting and cool. And sometimes <laughs> I would this it was it was like I, I had these I had these charms that I made of like this is this is my tragic backstory. Um and by tragic I mean for everyone else. Oh no. Keychains of the Bowsette like variants because they were like super popular at the time. This was at Yomacon. I I just like I saw whenever I saw somebody who was like like we we were at a we were at a corner table. Me and me and my friend Eli. We were at a corner table, and so we were like right next to this like very open space where a lot of cosplayers were walking through. And every time I saw a Bowsette chain chompette cosplay, etc., I would be like, "Oh my gosh, look at this! You first of all, can I get a picture of your cosplay? It's amazing! Oh my gosh! Also, do keychain question mark?" God, that was a fun weekend. Aww. So listen, like, just I didn't. I didn't even sell a lot of keychains. Really, my most popular thing was a, a print of Sans and Komida posing together with energy swords. So, <laughs> like, literally, I sold all of them, even my sample one. Oh, I mean, it's so popular. It was the best. I put it on a discount on Sunday. It was great. Now I'm just thinking of, like, it'd be really fun to cosplay Booette. It would, wouldn't it? Do there it. were some nice Booettes at that convention. I know that was, like... Uh, at the time, not 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 the greatest meme graced our timelines. Well, it wasn't great because of, uh, as per usual, weird men on the internet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the concept is good. But the concept is great. I love it. I love it. Hey, do you want to talk about Log Horizon? No, no. This is the episode. <laughs> they do a fight and they win. An awesome cat. Okay. Kitty boy, uh, there's a there's a kitty boy. Okay, no, let's talk about the episode. Let's, let's talk about the episode. Something we've been avoiding doing this entire time thus far. Not even intent, like not even like on purpose, really. We're just excited about everything 
I just I just like talking. I don't know. You're a podcaster. <laughs> I am. I should. I need another podcast where I just talk about stupid garbage all the time, and then I can never shut up about anything, and then yeah, put it out into the world as content. It's called searching the trash heap with marble. <laughs> searching the trash heap. <laughs> I'm using that. Sorry, Ray, you gave it to me. Thank That's you. That's what I do. You're welcome. I give names uh, all Thank the time. You. You're welcome. Make sure to credit me. I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna call it the bits and in parentheses of trash that Marble sifts through <laughs> every year. <laughs> <laughs> now, now here's an idea. Could you call it Team Donut the podcast? <laughs> but it's just me. It's just you. Yeah. <laughs> Ray, I have a question for you. I might have an answer. What happens in this episode of Log Horizon? So after they arrive in Suskino, basically Nasugu is telling the team, hey, they suck and they're bad. Brigandia. Brigandia's bad. Yes. And uh, Shiro gets off a call from with Marielle, who tells him to reach out to Sarah. And then Akatsuki asks why they want to meet inside the city, where it's dangerous, even though they can't fight each other. Uh, and that's the answer, pretty much, is that they can't fight each other inside. Yeah. Uh, it's much more dangerous outside, because if they fight and Team Team Shiro dies, they go back all the way to Akihabara, and Sarah ends up back inside Susukino. And they have to make the trip the whole time. Yeah. Although it wouldn't necessarily take them all that long to get back, all things considered. Yeah, but, like, this poor girl. It would be a waste of time. It would complicate things, for sure. I enjoy the, like, they don't really play with it that much because at no point does it feel like they they, they could and might lose. Because at every single point, everyone's just like, oh, uh, Shiro, if you've got Shiro with you, you can't die. He's a master strategist and will never, ever mess up. And I don't know if they will ever subvert that. But I do like the like idea of the tension of like, if we die, it's not scary because we'll be dead. It's a very video game fear of if we die, it's scary because we'll lose a lot of progress. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. We have to travel to the place again. And apparently you drop items and money when you die. Yeah. Uh, At least that's the implication for like when people explode. Into money like Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, they they explode into money like uh, when you when Sonic Hedgehog get hit by a bullet or Emony and he exploded into money. Yeah, yeah. Later on in this episode, a ladybug robot on wheels with two little claws runs into Shiro, and all his rings pop out. He has to run around and collect them. He managed to get at least one back, so he yeah. even if he gets hit again later, he's fine. Yeah, it's okay. Hey, I have a. There is a a very uh, there's a plot thing in this episode that I need to talk about sure. because it it's it doesn't make any sense to me. Go for it. Okay, so apparently uh, they say at the while, while they're walking up walking up to Siskino, they're talking and they're like, "Hey, so Sarara, uh, she the reason why she's in so much danger is because she's on one of the Brigandia members' friends list." And so she's in a like a private zone right now, but if she leaves, he will immediately know where she is. Uh-oh. I have a very important question. Uh-huh. Can you not just take people off your friends list? 
<laughs> I mean, maybe. I was thinking the same thing, but maybe maybe it goes both ways. Maybe she needs to track him because one day she's going to take revenge on all their crusty faces. It might be. I don't know the answer. I've just never. Here's my thing. I've never been in a video game or on like, uh, you know, on a client or anything like where friends lists were permanent. Never. I have a theory. Okay. I'd love to hear it. Um, so you know how in order to friend somebody, you have to stand in front of them and both mutually do it. It might be the same thing for unfriending, which sucks. That sucks. It's bad design. Yeah, that would be awful. Or they just don't know how to unfriend people in the in the menus. They maybe, haven't figured it out yet. Maybe they know how to friend each other, but the unfriend button is missing. <laughs> and and here's the thing: is because with a permanent friends list, that just inevitably leads to stalking. Yeah, which is what happens in this episode. Uh oh. If you unfriend somebody in the game, that means you're not friends with with them, but they could still be friends with you. I'm getting too deep into the rabbit hole. That that is that is actually a decent theory. Yeah. I still don't like it. It's yeah, it's still awful design, but it would make more sense. Um like if if she didn't have him on her friends list, but he had her on his that that would explain it a little bit. Question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. Maybe question mark. the creator of Log Horizon is a fake gamer, actually, and Log Horizon's can, a lie. Can't you just, wait, can you just block him? Can't I report him to the mods? What does it look like if you block someone in this game? Are they just, like, a blur when you see them? <laughs> you just don't see them ever again. Oh, my gosh. It's just missing no. You just see missing no. Here's the thing, right? It seems like the creators of this game, which we have no information right now on who they are, but it seems like the creators of this game are just bad people who enjoy when their players suffer. Well, that's how game design works, Jupiter. Yeah. That's, game design is just trying to... (laughs) Game design is just trying to make everybody's life miserable. (laughs) Yeah, you're just trying to increase the amount of pain in the world just a little bit. I just... That's that's the first thing they teach in game design classes. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, you know, right now I'm, I'm, you know, in my, in my spare time, I am working on a, you know, a full scale, like, big, large TTRPG that I'm working on and, you know, I'm really excited about. Uh, and, you know, like, at the top of the document, I have all of my core design philosophies of, of what I want to achieve with this game and the only word on that design philosophy section is the word pain really (laughs) big and bold Uh and italicized and underlined and then underneath underneath that in super tiny font it's uh it's uh also no microtransactions none (laughs) (laughs) that's a different kind of pain all of the pain is free yeah exactly free pain Absolutely no loot boxes in this paint pen and paper TTRPG. I refuse to have loot boxes, but I will have season passes where you can unlock all of your favorite Marvel superheroes. <laughs> oh my god, yes, absolutely. I'd like to use another dice, but I do have to pay a $10 microtransaction fee to yeah. do it in this new- Oof, crit failure. You know, you can turn that into a crit success for forty nine ninety nine. <laughs> But I was trying to save enough money to get Dr. Doom's cape or whatever. (laughs) It will take your choice. It's just aesthetic. It doesn't do anything for me. Yeah, uh, my my character Thor, by default, his only costume is some rags 
and they look really bad. Mm-hmm. And you have to draw. If if I do play, if I do pay uh sixty nine forty seven. A very weird specific number. If I pay that amount of money, then he uh, puts on some real clothes for once in his life. It's just a white t-shirt and some jeans. Yeah. I know this is probably painfully clear at this point, but I did immediately forget we were talking about a TTRPG and was just like, yeah, game design. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, like loot boxes and microtransactions. <laughs> yeah, no, when I was talking about Doctor Doom, I meant like I didn't have the rights to draw Doctor Doom's cape on my character. Right. I, well, I didn't, I didn't mean, uh, I didn't mention it, but, uh, but I am, uh, you know, this TTRPG that I'm working on is in collaboration with Square Enix and it is Marvel's Avengers, the TTRPG. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. can't wait until <laughs> Cloud Final Fantasy cuts the Hulk in half. <laughs> Are you waiting? Are you waiting? It's happening right now. Look, look, look. You're missing oh, no. it. Turn oh, around. Oh, 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 Turn around. <laughs> you missed it. I'm so sorry. So meanwhile, um, because Sarah has weird friend list issues. She has to hide in like a private room, right? Yeah, she's basically at Nyanta's house hanging out. Yeah. So it cuts away to the Brigandia Guild inside of Suskino. We see the leader, Demikas, and his right-hand man, Taco. And... Londark. T- no, Taco Adventures Out. I have to just say it once so everyone knows. No, I do remember the name of the character in Taco Adventures Out. Thank you so much, Ray. You're welcome. <laughs> I... <laughs> yes? I- yes, Joy? I-, I do want to stress that it is the funniest thing in the universe that he called himself, like, he's like, he's like, he's like, my name is Londark, the legendary dark sorcerer. Like, everyone else just has, like, a real name. Uh-huh. And he's, he's like, he's fully into it. No, I, I'm, I'm sorry, I think you, you, you misheard that. He said- Taco Adventure Zone. He said, I'm, I'm Taco Adventure Zone, the, uh, level, uh, the level- The regular sorcerer. The level 15 wizard played by Justin McElroy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Also, here's some analog static for your podcast here. Here, just have some. Have some more. Have some more. No, no, thank you. Um, Shiro is fine with that name revelation. Uh, that's a little later in the episode. He's like, that's cool, I guess. I mean, he is being very sassy during that moment. Yes. So the cutaway to to Demikas and Taco, and Demikas is literally like- we saw in the last episode that Burgandia is like PKing everybody and stealing everything and hoarding all the wealth and items and everything. We see in this episode they're not even using all that stuff for any reason at all. Demikos is his throne is on a big pile of treasure chests. He just likes having things. And th- their banners that they have uh are just armor like chest plates. On sticks, and it's just like, yeah, we get it. You steal stuff. You're you're brigands. I understand. Brigandia. Anyway, they enter. the Shiro, Shiro and and Natsuki enter the town. Akatsuki goes ninja and disappears for the re- for the majority of the episodes as she typically does. Yes. And Brigandia knows that they're here. And Sarara. Oh. Sarara goes into the mines or whatever, and so. Uh, Demikos knows that that's happening. 
Yeah, yes. but then they 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 meet up to escort Nyanta and Serara and, and you have a full party of four. Yeah, now you can do raids in the middle of this hell town. Five, <laughs> five. It's a party of five. Don't forget Katsuki. What do you? One of them's invisible. They don't know she's there. Shush. <laughs> don't shush, Jupiter. <laughs> <laughs> I will shush them if I want to. Okay. I have said ruder things as a joke. It's fine. <laughs> All right, that's fair. So Shiro finds them and says, "It's your Uber driver. I'm here." <laughs> and they get out and they get they get in his Uber Uber driver car. I'm leaving in four minutes. If you don't, if you don't get in the car, and then you will still be charged for the ride. Exactly. And then the car breaks down, so they have to walk the rest of the yeah. way. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, yeah, Shiro's 2007 Honda Civic. Uh, but they're still charged full price. Yeah, they're still charged full price. His Honda Civic does... Uh, uh, hold on, I'm about to sneeze. Uh. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. It's like right there. Sneeze! Ah! Uh-huh. <laughs> this pressure from both inside my nose and outside with my friends. The pressure equalized. It's not going to happen anymore. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, Shiro has a Honda Civic, and that was the joke that I said. It's a good joke. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, love it. Thank you. Yeah, they're in, they're in, they're in some caves, and then they leave. Uh, and Akatsuki tells Shiro, "Hey, some dudes are coming to you." And then Shiro says, "Hey, some, uh, to Natsuku, hey, some dudes are coming." You forgot to mention that Nyanta knows Shiro. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. They're like they were in the debauchery tea party together. Yeah, presumably. Question mark. Yeah, presumably. So the best part about Nyanta is so first off, he's the only animal person that we've seen in this game. That's not true. Is it not true? We've seen um a couple of one of the guys from Crescent Moon is an animal boy with a tail. Okay. Now, here's what I will say. It is unrealistic that about 90% of the players aren't animal people. (laughs) Those are their secondary accounts. This game is for furries first and foremost. And also, please note that if this was being typed out, first would have been spelled F-U-R-S-T. Oh, good to know. And foremost, F-U-R-M-O-S-T. Thank you. The best part about Nanta, so he's a cat man. And he is deep in it <laughs> through all of his sentences. He's throwing in meows and meows and, uh, and, you know, elongating his words and stuff, you know, and, and just being very catty. Just a cat. They're, okay, I I literally, like, until they have the conversation about the fact that he, like, throws the cat puns into all of his sentences, there was, like, I literally did not fathom that he was like a real person playing the game my my brain was so like not ready for that that like i just didn't realize it until they outright said it yeah cat role play yeah and here's the thing is that that's what i do in rpgs so like i get it but i still was just like yeah no it's like a funny cat man yeah just a funny cat man in the world of the game i guess and then you're like, wait, ah! And and Shiro like points out, like, hey, Nyanta, you're still you're still adding you're still doing the cat thing, you're still saying cat words. And while we were watching, Joy was like, you don't have to, you don't have to do that. He doesn't have to do that. It's a choice. <laughs> it's a personal choice. 
It's a choice. <laughs> I feel so represented. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nianto's great. Nianto's great. I, I do like Nianto quite a lot. He's very good. Although, once again, you know, we run into... It's it's definitely less in this episode, but we do run into some confusing age stuff. Mm-hmm. Which I guess is just gonna be a continuing thing. Yeah. <sighs> Sarah wonders about whether or not Nianto's gonna come back with them to Akihabara. Um, which is a lot less than we've gotten before, but it's still like, oh, I wonder about this cat man. Yeah, and then immediately Neant is like, I'm gonna go back with you to to Akihabara. He's like, this town sucks. I'm coming back, Neon. Literally, why would anyone stay here by choice? <laughs> That's what he says. Yeah. For real. He says this this is like like compared to what we've seen so far, this place is January. This is the January <laughs> zone. Like everything is gray and depressing and terrible. Like this is this is the January server. Yeah. It's terrible. It's awful. Gosh, it's so, you're so right. There's nothing there's nothing good going on to Skino. We, we I mean we like, you know, we see a little bit of it as we're, as they're walking through the streets. And it's just all of these Brigands, there are no NPCs anymore. That's not great. They probably killed all the NPCs. Probably killed all the NPCs. Which is not a good thing to do. And uh, going into the uh, the idea from, from last episode of like, do the NPCs respawn in church? Probably not. Probably, probably not. not. Which is rough. Uh, but it's just like all of these brigands hanging out at tables with with their with their liquids that taste like nothing and don't get them drunk because nothing no food works in this game. They're just a bunch of sweaty men st- sitting around tables drinking brown liquids called beer but aren't beer. Wow, that's really sad and terrible. I wonder if it was an improvement on on beer in any way. Yeah, I mean, here's here's the thing about it is that all alcohol tastes really gross and is gross and bad. I can't agree because rum chata exists. I I understand this and I understand it, but you also the other truth is that all alcohol tastes bad. <laughs> that's that's you know what that's you can have this one this is not a hill i will die on <laughs> yeah it's fine i don't care that much alcohol is predominantly gross yeah so if if all liquid just tastes like water then yeah i would say it's an improvement <laughs> honestly i love water so if all liquid tasted like water i mean it would be it would be bad cuz then i couldn't enjoy my favoriteest juice but also like you know, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. But then again, all food also tastes like water, so... Mm. Yeah. I mean, boring, yes. But bad? Mm, not necessarily... Well, all the food tasting like water is bad, but water's good. <laughs> water is good. But yeah, they, they have the meeting. They go out into town. Uh, you still can't fight in towns, so they're just walking out... Uh, Shiro's like, they're gonna attack us when we leave the town, just so you know. They're gonna surround us and attack us, and, like, Sarara's like... Are they gonna attack us? Okay, we're gonna die then? We're gonna die, we're gonna die, and we'll be dead? We're gonna die? We'll be dead, and we're gonna die? And Shiro's like, I don't know, maybe. (laughs) 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 I don't know, depends how you act in the next hour. Uh, And then Neonta's like, nah, we're not gonna die, probably. And then Sarah's like, okay, cool. I'm still scared of death. Yeah. Understandable. Understandable. I'm, I don't want to go to church. I don't want to go to church. Shiro, I don't want to go to church. But then the unthinkable happens. 
they leave the town and they get surrounded. Oh and no! They get it. They get attacked. And then we have an inner monologue. I mean, a fight. Yeah, there is a fight, and it does fight, and there's a fight. There's a fight, and then they fight. It's an inner mon. Every single fight in the show is an inner monologue. Fight me. Yeah, no, for real. Like it's a good thing, though. Shira spends the majority of this battle and every battle just sort of standing there monologuing about the battle while his friends do all the work. I just have to imagine that Shiro specifically chose the Enchanter class because he didn't have to do much and didn't have to press too many buttons. Yeah, it's too wow. many Yeah, too many buttons to focus on. This is support slander. Sarara Sarara is also a support class, but she does things. She okay. Tells- this is the thing: is that he's not he's not a healer though. He's he's like an enchanter. He has like spells that he doesn't use. He's also keeping an eye on the battlefield. Whatever. Yeah. No. 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 Here's the thing: he is he is the tactician, and he is like he is like a valuable part of the party. He's the reason that all their plans succeed because he makes all these intricate plans and stuff. But he also like never casts a spell. Yeah. We we see his we see his HUD from his perspective, and he has a big list of spells that he does. Use. There's like, there's actually like, and it's it's an interesting detail that like, you know, <laughs> uh, it it it's 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 like it, it's kind of adds to the world building of the story is that a lot of his huds are just like collecting dust. There's like <laughs> there's like a layer of grime on half of them because <laughs> he never uses them. Yeah. <laughs> anyways, anyways, they make fun of Demitas, who's there. He's sitting that on a big throne. Um, and so they, they want to make sure that they get Demitas in a one-on-one because that's how they'll win. Yeah. So they do so by insulting him and calling him Demi Doofus, and it's very silly. Yeah. Shira, Shira walks up and is like, which one of you is Demi Doofus? Is it the, is it the man sitting on a throne surrounded by treasure and also there are two, like, ladies on his arms? Is it that guy? Is it him? Is it that guy? Is it Taco? Because he's because he sucks. Is it is it Taco he over there? He, he's Hey Taco, are you Demitas? And Taco is like is like, no, I'm Londark, the dark sorcerer. And then Shiro's like, okay, Taco. <laughs> cool. Cool. Uh, uh. And then Taco just starts emitting static. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So- sorry that I keep dunking on the adventure zone. It's probably not a good thing to do considering uh, uh, d- d- our demographic. Uh, it's okay. They they deserve it. <laughs> you can make fun of things that you like for the things that they do wrong and still like it. The thing is, it's not even necessarily wrong. It's just something that I don't like. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Okay. I see no problems with people having opinion. I have like three of those. Name one opinion you have. <laughs> the one I just said. Name a second one. Fall Guys is bad. Whoa. Yeah. All I'm right. not going to stop playing it. Fall Guys is bad. Is that's the, I feel like that's the experience with every multiplayer game. Yeah. Most have less cheaters, though. Mm. Hey, hey, Ray. Yes. Do you have any defense for your boy, Shiro? I do, but I can't talk about it here. It's spoilers. <laughs> Shh. 
Shiro is the strategist. That's the role he fills. And if you can't appreciate the fact that people have to keep an eye on the battlefield and not press buttons, then I can't talk to you right no, now. No, it was it was cool. Uh, yeah, I thought it was it's, cool. It's fine. I'm not. It's Shiro's it's fine. cool. He's cool. I I liked I liked when he called Demikos Demi Doofus. I did like that. Yeah, I like how he's not creepy, and most of the other characters are at least a little bit creepy. Oh yeah, and he's just a normal guy when they were all walking out of the town to get to the fight, it was, like, genuinely really creepy. And then all of the brigands are just, like, stalking behind them, and, like, one of them is like, we've been looking for you, Sarara. And it's just like, wow. Ew, ew, You're gross. Ew, You're gross ew, and I hate ew, you. Ew, 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 ew. The brigands say a lot of gross things to Sarara. They do, don't they? And I don't even remember all of them, but Demikos especially. Do you like how I'm pronouncing Demikos differently every single time that I say him? His, his name? Yeah, yeah. Fun fact, um, Shiro does that much more frequently in the, uh, the, the, the Japanese dub, and it's a lot funnier. <laughs> It's really funny. Anyway, the fight happens. The fight does happen is the thing about the fight. The fight happens, and we learn, along with learning more about Nyanta, who has very good cat reflexes, mm-hmm. uh, we also learn that Demikos is a monk, and uh, we learn about cooldown times this episode. And yeah, they do a lot of they do a lot of exposition about MMO cooldown times on attacks. Yeah, which is gen- genuinely like a nice touch. It's like, hey, yeah, this is a game. Yeah, yeah. They they um, really nerd out. Like they really nerd out on this one. Yeah, this was made. This show was made for MMO players for real. They, and they talk about the difference between cast time and cooldown time. Like who? Why? Huh? Yeah. Thanks. It's wild. And someone who doesn't play MMOs, I mean, I get it because I also play Risk of Rain too. Video game. But a lot of this stuff is just like, all right, washes over me. <laughs> <laughs> so we learned that Demi Demi Kass is a monk, and monks have is a a tank type, a, a, t- a tank class, and has low cooldown so they can chain together attacks, so you have to pay attention to them or else bad things will happen. Right. Yeah, it kind of, it seems like a monk just based on traditional RPG stuff would be DPS, but you know what? I like the twist. Yeah. The monk's whole thing is low cooldowns. Neontis is a, Neontis a swashbuckler who whose whole thing is low damage output, but can dual wield and every time that he attacks uh, the opponent gets weaker debuffs 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 <laughs> it's fun it's fun because because Nyanta's a cat and does little scratches yeah he does little kitty scratches with his with his gentleman swords he also he has he has this monologue to Demikos like before they start fighting and this is what I was talking about, the confusing age stuff, because he simultaneously implies that he is young and old. Does he? Yeah, at, at, the, at the start, I can't remember exactly what he says, but at the start, he says something that like implies that he's around the same age as Shiro and the rest. But then at the end, he's like, it's time to respect your elders. Oh, yeah, he does say that. I mean, they could just be children. <laughs> Maybe the implication is that, is that, well, okay, I have two theories. Okay. One, it's because he's been playing the game much longer. Two, it's because 
he makes the assumption that Demikas's tantrums are the result of him being like 12. Yes, love that. Oh, 100%, I buy that though. He's just an <laughs> angry little kid who smashes the X button to kill. Wow, what a DPS. Wow. What a what a DPS said the DPS main. I'm not I'm talking about I'm talking about myself. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, you're allowed to say that. DPS can dunk on other DPS. Yeah, I dunk on DPS all the time. <laughs> we also learn about a healing class this this fight. Yeah, there's a lot of class talk. You know, there's there's uh you know druids which are which are a, a healing class as well um uh and like i mean we have no idea what taka's class is but he's just like sort of like he appears to be the shiro archetype of just sort of standing around and yelling at people to do things mm-hmm. i think he's part of the static class mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> sorry uh and, but like this is with Sarara, this is the first time that we have like a name to a healer class with a druid. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, this fight, like, I mean, kind of like all the fights in this show, sort of just like it literally goes by, and then at the end, Akatsuki has an inner monologue explaining what happened, and then being like, "Wow, I could never." Yeah. Meanwhile, she does. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, like. Like they okay, so they do this whole thing. They're they're fighting, and uh, Natsuku does his whole thing of anchor howls, and then he uses this new battle, uh, new ability called Castle of Stone, which makes him invincible for a little bit, but he can't really move. And then Shiro uses Thornbind Hostage again, teaming up with Nianta to get Demikos down to to one HP. Uh, and yeah, the way Thornbind Hostage works, I don't even remember if we explained it before when he used it before, but it binds uh, a opponent, and then with each thorn that is cut, the person bound takes. I think a thousand damage or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they do all that. And then Taco is like, okay, well, our uh, guild master is defeated. Everybody fire a bunch of healing spells. Let's try it again. Uh, and then is immediately cut down. Like six people all at once, all cut down by Akatsuki. Yeah. Uh, a little overpowered, eh, eh, Katsuki? Yeah, for real. Just wondering. She assassinates six people, and then immediately is just like, I don't know if I could, if I could do the thing that Shiro does. Only a man could do- no, she doesn't say that. Uh, no! <laughs> I think she's referring to the unspoken- uh combos that they just do yeah i mean there's a lot of there's a lot of party coordination that shiro uh i guess is is like credited for just based on like because he 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 does he he does say a few specific like orders to party members but it's like his plans are like just so elaborate everyone's just like trust shiro it's fine i guess okay so here's here's my here's my theory on on shiro is that uh, he is, you know, he is casting spells, but the only spells he's casting are telepathy spells that help him coordinate with everybody. And, <laughs> and those are the only spells he's casting. Yeah, that's, that's the only, that's the only HUD button with no dust on it. Right. Yeah. That and Thornbine Hostage. That one's covered in fingerprints. Yeah. <sighs> 
You, Shira, you need to clean up in here. This is icky. Ew. Like, you know, bef- you know, now he can do it without, like, you know, without even, you know, moving his hands or anything. But, you know, it, yeah. when, when it was just a game, you would just constantly hear over the mic him going, like, tap, 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 tap. That, that, that button on his keyboard, like, the, 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 the letter has, like, faded off of it. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's sort of the fight. Akatsuki, Akatsuki's whole monologue at the end explaining what happened is basically just, like, detailing down to the set, down to the point, point, like, decibel number of seconds of how Shiro and Nyanta could have possibly done enough damage to take down Demikos with Thornbine hostage. And it's just like, oh, Shiro cast it twice. He, they waited until the cooldown was over, and then he cast it again. Yeah, that was cool. Also, th- uh, Thornbine Hostage is extremely overpowered, considering apparently when you cut the thorns, it does 5,000 damage, and that's like half of someone's health. Yeah. And then you can cast it again 15 seconds later. And presumably a healer would be able to take care of that person if they didn't get assassinated but also it's just kind of wild yeah i mean every like they're all level 90 oh that's true that's true so they have a bunch of real like i do sort of enjoy that it's not like it's not like they start this anime and they're level one idiots uh, casting minor illusion and whatever. It's, yeah. They start off this anime and they're level ninety, which I believe they say is the cap, the like the level cap. That was the level cap. Now you can go past ninety. Interesting. When are when are these folks going to level up? I know it takes more than three fights to level up. You know, especially at level ninety. They're also level ninety. Like it'll take a while, but when are they going to level up? That's what I want to know. Right now. Right. They level up. I bet you don't get experience for PKing. Oh, you probably don't. Yeah, probably not. Probably and not. And that's like that's like most of the fighting they've done, other than Rat Man. Yeah, Man of Rat. So yeah, that's that's pretty much the episode. They uh they uh, kick the kick the brigand brigandius butt, and uh and then Shira's just like, hey, you should stop. You should stop killing people. And then Demikos is like, nah, and then he dies. Now, I do want to point out that Sarah gets the final blow trying to protect Shiro, and I love that for her so yeah, much. Yeah, she just hits him with a stick, and because he had one HP left, it was enough to kill him. Love that for her. She did a kill yeah. on a bad dude. Yeah. Love it. Sarah's got blood in her hands now, but it's, but it's okay, because he'll wake up back at church. But that's not okay, because he wakes up back at church. <laughs> Sounds like wow. a Twilight Zone episode. <laughs> So what do we think about this this hit episode of Log Hog? <laughs> it's it's pretty good. It was pretty good. I I like this episode. It was fun. The Rise and Horizon. It, it was mostly the fight, and the fight was fun and interesting to watch. Uh, even even though it had to be explained at the end what happened. I do want to read the trivia section, which just talks about one major difference. Okay. Uh, which um is wild to me now that I see it. Um. In the light novel chapter that corresponds with this episode, Nyanta instantly kills Demikas with Shiro's Thornbine hostage, and Akatsuki lops off Londark's arm before Shiro decapitates him with his short sword. Oh, wow! That's violent! Yeah, uh uh-huh. Didn't see that coming. Wow! Oh my god, calm down, light novels! Yeah. Yeah, what? (laughs) 
Oh my god! In the anime, I don't think Shiro has this short sword. Yeah, no, it's a scepter wand staff thing. She doesn't even have a scabbard. Like, oh my goodness. Anyway, I like our version better because I don't like gore. Okay, but here's my question, right? Like, what is even- if they're all waking up at church- does it does it matter if you take off their limbs? Probably not. They probably just come back with everything. Probably not. So at that point, but that it was just gratuitous and pointless, traumatizing. At that point, Akatsuki and Shiro are just being cruel, which is fine because this guy's gross. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad that Sarara got to got to kill him. I'm like, that's that's good. Good for her. Good for her. Sarara sent him to church, and that was good. Yeah, yeah. This was this was a this was a good fun episode. It was. Do you do you remember in Spider Man three when 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 Peter Parker confronts Eddie Brock and and Eddie is like, please, you gotta forgive me. And then then Peter says, you want forgiveness, get religion. And then in the next scene, Eddie Brock goes to church and prays for God to smite Spider Man. <laughs> I do not remember this. I don't. <laughs> I don't remember Spider-Man 3. Uh, it's so silly. It's such a bad movie, and I love it so I wanna, much. I want to watch that. Uh, all right, let's 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 wrap it up here. Um, hey, uh, so I don't I don't tend to talk about it a, a whole heck of a lot. Uh, but uh, but you know, if if you follow me online, uh, you you definitely know that uh, that I'm a very busy person. I I make three podcasts and edit two of them, including this one. I stream three times a week. Uh, minimum, and I'm also involved with like the business side of stuff, with uh, getting the new network up and running, and it takes up a lot of my time, and I really enjoy doing it, and I'm I'm really happy to do all of that. But I also do all of that while working a 30 hour a week job in a grocery store, and lately it has been really just been really hard for me to like manage all of that, and. Also, like, even though this particular job that I'm working at isn't, like, the worst all thing, it's not the worst job that I've had. I worked a lot of grocery store jobs and it's not the worst by far. But as, as an autistic person, as somebody who is, uh, incredibly noise and touch sensitive, it is incredibly challenging and, like, very physically and mentally difficult to be in that sort of environment for eight hours a day and it's just really hard and I you might have heard me talking about it recently but I have made it my goal to quit my job by 2021 and be able to work full-time on the uh, creative work that I do online and really focus all of my energy on that not only to you know, make the stuff that I'm making uh, even higher quality than, than you know, I, I already try and make it, but also just be able to do more stuff because I really love making all of this stuff. And uh, it's, it's one of my favorite things in the world to do. And I would really, really love to be able to do that full time and actually be able to support myself and work in this uh, c- capitalistic society that we find ourselves in, in a way that, that, uh, works for me and, and works for my mental disability. And, and if you, uh, would like, uh, I, I would really, really appreciate it if you 
you listening uh, helped me out and uh, and supported me in this uh, in this journey in this uh, in this venture that I that I'm trying to do in this goal. Uh, there are a, a couple of ways that you can help me out. Uh, just getting the like financial stuff out of the way. Uh, there, if you want to donate to me directly to help me out, that would be really really amazing. I have uh, two avenues where you can do that. Uh, one that is at uh, at my coffee account. I have a, a coffee account. It's it's coffee.com slash hell princess Jupiter. And if you go there, you can you can donate to me directly. Uh, and that would be really, really appreciated. That would be amazing. Uh, and if you want, uh, more stuff that I do outside of this podcast, uh, like I mentioned before, I stream three times a week. I stream at twitch.tv slash hellprincessjupiter, and I'm really dedicated to do it, and I really enjoy doing it, and it's, again, one of my favorite things to do is, is stream, and, uh, if, would be really amazing if, uh, if you went over to my Twitch channel, uh, you can, uh, subscribe and, uh, donate directly there to get, like, a message on the, uh, that I read out on stream, uh, and then subscribing is just, like, you know, a monthly way to, to help me out, and it's really, really helpful. But if you can't support me financially, uh, which, of course, I totally understand, like, especially right now, like, it is, it is really, like, it's a really you know, difficult time for a lot of people financially. And I, and I certainly understand that. And I, I really feel that. And that's totally okay. Financial support is not required to enjoy any of my stuff. But, uh, even if you can't support me financially, there is like a tangible way that you can help just by checking out my streams and hanging out and, uh, being in my chat because, uh, having more viewers will let me push for partner status on Twitch. Which is uh, really great because it would uh, increase my cut that I get from Twitch every month, and also open the door for you know other opportunities. And also, just having people in chat, people watching my streams, is really amazing. And I and I love hanging out with people in that way. Uh, so if you want to help me out in that way, uh, I I really uh, I really hope that you'll you'll check out my streams at uh, at Twitch.tv/hellprincessjupiter. I stream all sorts of stuff, and uh, I have a, a full-on schedule. I'm very dedicated to it, and uh, you, you can always find me streaming uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday nights, sometimes on weekends. Uh, if I'm able to break out uh, independent, then, you know, obviously I'll be able to, you know, put more effort into my streams, although I, you know, I already you know, try and, and make them as, uh, as high quality and, and as fun as possible. I play a lot of single player games long form, uh, and, uh, you know, I can, I can stream more often and do like bigger event streams and, you know, that'd be really, really amazing. Uh, and yeah, uh, I, I really hope that you will help me out and, and support me in this. Uh, and, uh, yeah, uh, uh, thank you that, that, uh, it, it really, like, the support that I receive and the, um, the audience that I have, like, I, I really, really appreciate and, uh, and, and it means a lot to me, the, the support that I receive and, uh, and I, you know, and I hope that you will, uh, you will support me and help me out on my goal to, uh, to quit my job and, uh, just, just, just work on all this stuff in the, like, full capacity that I want to be able to, uh, so yeah, uh, that's, that's, uh, that's my shell. I'm, I'm, uh, uh, thank you, thank you so much for for hearing me out. Hey, go support Jupiter. Yeah, do it. You have to. 
You have, you have to. to. It's required, or or Marble and I won't be happy. I'll be so sad. I'll be like, ah. and I'll be like, oh. So go support Jupiter. Do it. Or we'll make sad noises all the time, and you don't want that. This is a threat. I'll make way more than usual. Uh. Exactly. <laughs> you thought my whining was bad. Oh, just get ready. <laughs> it's about to get so much worse. No, seriously, go support Jupiter. They're doing great things, and they could really use as much help as they can, especially when they're starting out, to really push for being online for reals. Thank you. You're a real online friend. Thank you. A real online friend. That's 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 your slogan that's now. That's my slogan now. I'm I'm You're welcome. You both owe me royalty rights. Oh no. Why? I didn't say it. Well I did say it, but I'm not using it. It's well, not my no, slogan. No, 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 you're uh the the, the the podcast episode. Oh right, okay, yeah, okay. I do owe you royalty for that. <laughs> if you want if you wanna help me pay for royalties to give to Ray. <laughs> Yes. Uh, thank you so much to, to for listening to Deck of Friendship. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Friendship Deck. You can uh, leave us a iTunes review. That would be really, really amazing if you left us a five-star iTunes review. We will uh, read it out on the show. And, uh, it just means a lot. Helps us, uh, helps us out with analytics and all that stuff. And also just hearing people's feedback and, uh, you know, hearing people, what people have to say is, uh, is really great. And we really, we really appreciate it and really like it. Um, uh, yeah. Thank you so much for listening to Deck of Friendship. And it's time to log out. It's time to log hog. Uh, 